Oh, or a little loud. Yeah. Okay. So Forks Ford's Highway. Where's I got what, what? What? I was hearing the echo. The echo. Katie's in here, giving that one hand signal that we've all been talking about. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do with that? But anyway, uh, so tonight's show uh, is titled Scott Rowland HOF. Uh, a rise is traded from the Twins. Damon Lillard, Lillard goes for 60 for the Portland Trail Blazers. And then the NFL title games. And then we've got all kinds of local sports, uh, the high school hockey scene, the college hockey scene. Um, but uh, I suppose the biggest stuff is the uh, NFL title games. Um, pretty much uh, have gone as expected so far. Um, and we've got a uh, house full of people. Uh, once again, uh, Bill is still ill. He's at home. I don't know what he caught. One of his girlfriends or something. I don't know. And then we've got our fearless leader over here. Paul's in the house. Yeah, we'll see what I'm doing. Well, I don't even know I am here. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll get into the LeBron scene in a while. We got some stuff on him too, don't we, Dale? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Katie's here blessing us with her appearance tonight. I am. There it is. Oh, there they are. What it Fork, Fork Sports Sp- Highway. Fork Sports Highway. Oh, pressing the button over here. Oh, that's not for me. All right. And then, of course. Yeah. I'm Bill for the night. You're Bill. I yeah. guess. Yeah, you guys real similar. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then we've got uh, the delectable, delightful Raven Carlson over here with her Fork, fork sports. sports Highway. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and eating away. They, they, so it's good mac and cheese, guys. I Rumors, mac and cheese at Rumors, let me tell you. Well, there it's you great. go. BT's going to like that. Oh, yeah, Katie, that, that's you're, like Katie's go-to. You're welcome, BT. <laughs> Another customer. And uh, although we don't have him on this show for advertising, he advertises on the other shows, correct? Yeah, yeah. And, one of our, and he does drop in for an interview every once in a while. Oh, yeah, BT, is, he's, the, he's the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? And that's why I say the food is so good over there, because he samples it himself, so he knows. And if it's not good, it's not on the menu. Yeah. You know, that's, yes, he does. No, I, I, I'm, that's completely my theory anyway. Um, I like the food and rumors. I'm surprised because it's like a lot of bar food, you know, if, if it's not just uh, deep fried whatever. Yeah, not, every place is just deep fried. It's yeah. so, And then not only that, but then they never change their uh, grease traps, so everything just tastes the same. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and he doesn't have that problem over here. He's yeah. right on top of it because Bill's not about having, you know, he's trying to run an establishment that gets people in there. Yep. So uh, no, I, I I like Bill and I like his uh, the bar and the way it's running these days and uh, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? What I would say. Speaking of other great places to eat. Speaking of other great places to eat. What did you say, Paul? Well, I was going to say the one thing that's really nice about Rumors is that it's not a college bar and it's not a dive bar. It's just a really just legit good bar to go to. Well, and it's got it's got all the gaming. Yeah. And that you know the the the. the Bingo over there, and the pull tabs, and the the horse racing. That's my thing, you know. So, I uh, all right. And are we plugging the hell out of rumors right before we were about to do a yeah. an ad for oh. another <laughs> another part? Well, here we, we go. Switch up the ad order, maybe that may be a little wise today. Well, let's. How about uh, we just? Should we just roll right into it? No, that, no, it's fine because they're both great. It's right across the parking lot. I mean, yeah. they, they're they're good business partners. I mean, they bring traffic to both. Yes, then they're, then they're 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 the two places closest to us. Yeah, yeah. Like rumors has the the horse racing, but Southtown Poorhouse, 
Guess what? They got the bands. The live bands. Yes, they do. So here we go. Southtown Poorhouse. Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse. Stop in for your favorite drinks and, of course, happy hour. Buy one app and get one half off every day from 6 to 8 p.m. And you can't forget about $3 burgers on Tuesdays and the awesome steak specials on Thursdays from 5 to 8. Make sure to check out SouthtownPoorhouseGF.com to find out when your favorite band is playing live. Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse, 2015 Library Circle next to the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesdays through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Looking to hire two. And the bands, oh, no, these, uh, let's see. You got any bands for this weekend? Yes. Oh, some shitty cover band on Friday night? Woohoo! Come and see me there. I'm going to that. That is a great band. You'll be there. I will be there. Dancing oh. shoes on? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or dancing drinks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too big of a drinker. Yeah, oh, well. And then on uh, Saturday night, it's Rhyme or Reason. So both these bands have been there plenty and uh, usually have their own followings. Um, I guess we've seen them both. Uh, Paul, you, have you been in there and checked both these bands out? Oh, I've uh, seen. The first time I saw some shitty cover band was actually in Minneapolis. And at the, what's well, actually kind of funny, but I think it is actually called The Poor House. Yeah, 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 yeah. Downtown. And, yeah, and the Southtown Poorhouse had to make it Southtown because as soon as they were opening up this bar, from what I heard, the Poorhouse out of Minneapolis trademarked the name, so they had to change it to Southtown Poorhouse just to be able to keep the rights to it. Well, and, and the, the Poorhouse in, in, in the cities is familiar to folks up here because oftentimes that's where the UND hockey gatherings are mm-hmm. when they're in town down there to play the goofers <laughs> the goofers <laughs> i love it <laughs> well that's what they're known as anyway so so we got that ad out of the way and now into the sports and of course like i said uh wild bill the legend's not here tonight so i i missed that input from that that all-knowing und mind you know because if they're playing jacks or or quarters or Freaking pitching pennies, he knows what's going on over there. And um, there's been a lot of UND sports. Well, last weekend we had the uh, Duluth Bulldogs in town, and UND took took care of business four to two on uh, Friday night. But then they managed one goal on Saturday night and lost two to one. So the split between two teams that were basically fighting for their lives, um, they're in, on the outside looking in, trying to get into the pairwise setup, and. Um, so, so you have that, and then big week in basketball for UND because uh, tomorrow night the uh, men UND men's basketball team plays at NDSU down there at the Ag School. And then on Saturday, the UND women host the NDSU Bison women. I'll be at that one. Yeah, I might be too. I'm not sure if I will go or not. I'll be, I'll be at that one. If you guys are there, track me down and say hi. There you go. Yeah. Yo. Yo. So... <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, lot, lots, lots of uh, UND sports going on, and then, and then of course, in, in, in the last few weeks, a lot of high school hockey too. The uh, Red River and Central played on Tuesday night, and I guess there was a little brawl at that game. I, I missed out on that. Did you have some details on that, Dale? Yeah, I was actually. Uh, I, was, I know, uh, Monty, you were originally going to call that game, so I actually had some time. I was actually listening to the game. I was out running some errands, and so I was like, oh, I hear John and Monty call the game. But he told me later how you couldn't make it, so I just heard John, and I think it was like second period. I know, Katie, you said you were at the game. There was like all of a sudden, I think John just went nuts calling a big brawl. There was like a bunch of penalties, right? Oh, 
yeah, there's a lot of penalties. Like a fight at the uh, high was. school hockey game. Yep, there was. Was it was the Central Rat started it or? Uh, they were in front of the Central Net, so probably I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I, I wasn't able to get to that one. So, anyway, um, I missed out on it. I see Red River got the win, four to one. But both teams, which is kind of curious this season, is that Red River and Central are both having pretty decent seasons, but they're looking up at Fargo Shanley, Fargo South Shanley, which is unusual because Fargo South has not been a has not been a hockey power um, since before most of their kids moved out to Davies. It was a new school. Far- Fargo South was this hockey power and, and sports power, and then the new school came and everything went out to the south end, and, and they were left as kind of the ragmuffin school, you know, which often happens in cities. That they- it's always funny how the money just always seems to go south. Yeah, yeah, well, or, or out, out, out in, in another direction anyway, away from the city center. Yeah. And, uh, but it, so, so right now... Fargo South Shanley has got this uh, pretty good hockey team. Um, they have elements of Grand Forks, though. Like one of their assistant coaches is a Red River guy. And then they also have a Scarperud kid that mm-hmm. plays for them. And obviously Tim Scarperud, it's his nephew. He plays yep. down there. So, so anytime a, a Fargo a high school hockey team has any success, it's usually got some pretty close connections to Grand Forks, one way or another. And that's a fact. <laughs> Any folks down there in Fargo want to call me and dispute that, uh, we'll talk about it, but I can go back for years and years and years. And you, point you know why that is? What, the, the connections? No, because Fargo is a crap hole. It's the <laughs> armpit of North Dakota. Well, it's Freaking a, hate Fargo. Starting fights early. I don't even know if we're 10 minutes in. Yeah. yeah. I will, I will literally drive around Fargo to get anywhere. I hate Fargo that much. Well, oh. the, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to twist Bill's arm. Well, honestly, the movie wasn't that great either. Yeah, which wasn't even filmed in Fargo. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I learned that. <laughs> no, but, no, now that you brought, Raven, you had to bring that up. So, so now that you brought up the movie Fargo, and I know we're a sports show, but we veer off all over the place all the time anyway. Um, Fargo... Did any of you ever have the chance to travel around the United States when that movie was actually released? Like, no. So, so like, be out East Coast or... I was in Milwaukee. And, and even as close as Wisconsin, people can't figure out the two Dakotas, for one thing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, if, then all they talk about is that movie. Eh, eh, ah, uh, yeah, you betcha. You know, and it's like, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, there are people that talk like that. But not everybody, you know, you cheeseheads. Oh, oh. Yeah, money. It's like, uh, yeah. So yeah, that movie gets uh, kind of compared this area of the valley for accents, and, and you hear <laughs> those, those jokes nonstop for Fargo. Uh, kind of like how a lot of people in the South for the movie Waterboy, you hear that those similar comparisons for that. So yeah. we got our we got our own fun movie that people like to do the comparisons for. No, you know, I uh, I was really upset with like, you know, that you betcha blah 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 that they did with the Fargo. But if you actually get into the heart of North Dakota with the like the Scandinavian farmers and everything, smaller they, communities, yeah. They seriously do talk like that. Oh, I know. Northwest Minnesota where I go every day, they're a lot like that. Yeah, it's it's. They're, they're Don't that. you know? Hey, well, yeah. <laughs> it's more Canadian than the Dakotas. I will say that. Well, <laughs> I haven't met 
a Canadian that talks normal. I'm not going to lie. I haven't met one. Well, okay. first off, Canadians aren't normal people to start oh, with. This is true. This I mean, is true. Special. Where is this show going? Well, yeah. Well, Bill's <laughs> not here. Bill can't correct yeah. us. We're just running rampant. Yeah. So, Bill can't round well, it up. Well, well, absolutely. Actually, though, we, she brought it back because Canadians are hockey players. We started. I started talking about hockey, and that's that's you know the. Birthplace of hockey is up there in Canada, and and yeah. you know the, the Winnipeg <laughs> and Calgary and Alberta yeah. and Quebec and full circle, eh? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you brought us. Nice. You brought us. Well, you 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 veered us off and you brought us back. Way to go, um, boy. Hey, just totally off topic because. Go ahead. Who, who do you got for who do you got for the Super Bowl? Me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm right now. The way Cincinnati's playing and the way their defense is playing and the way Joe Cool is playing at quarterback. I was going to say the Bengals. It's, it's it's pretty hard not to. And then I work with a guy who's a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan, and and so I got to listen to him whine daily. And he he is at a stage in his life where he's a, a diehard, games on, got his jersey on, sitting in front of the TV, screaming away, you know, and I used to be like that. And I, I grew up a little bit. Um, now I can sit back and... And, and laugh at my own team because of their their ineptness and that you know if they ever do get there and win fine but my life doesn't depend on that. Who's um, all everyone may around the table who thinks who's going to be facing in the Super Bowl? Your predictions? Well, I, well, he since he I has, think it's going to be the Bengals and the Eagles. Well, I, that 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 would be the smart bet. That would be the smart bet if I was put money down Bengals and Eagles and and I guess. I, I'd sooner see that because I, I dislike uh, um, San Francisco. You know, San Francisco has been an NFC thorn in the side of the Vikings for many years too, um, and, and almost any anybody else. And they've they've got what do they got six Super Bowl trophies or something like that? Uh, they're five and two. They lost their last two yeah, well, times well, in there. So heartbreak I, I, I in the postseason the last several years. And folks, I look I look back at producer Dale because he's a diehard uh, San Francisco 49er fan. I like the Vikings too, but yeah, Niners well, have always been there. Really? No. You say that you say that like I say, yeah, I like the Twins too. Yep. I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. I want the Niners Bengals first. win just because I like their 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 uniforms and their logo. I like oh. the Tiger Stripes. Well, and, and, cool. and, and the Bengals have never won. <laughs> the Bengals have never won. They they've been in the Super Bowl a couple of times and lost both times and maybe as many as 3, 2 or 3. At least twice. At least yeah. twice. Last, lost. Was it last year and uh, to the Niners in Super Bowl 23? Uh, when, when, when People we'll... in the chat, who do you think is going to win? Keith, yeah, we want your Super Bowl picks. We see you're in the chat. What's up, Keith? Uh, yeah. Katie, Raven, who do you think is going to uh, be facing in the Super Bowl? Not the Chiefs. Not the Chiefs. I'm going to vote that the Chiefs will strike out before the Super Bowl. Well, well, the, thing, the problem with so Mahomes... That guy has like no pocket. He's always running and throwing the ball. Well, and, and, and always. And now he's got an, a sprained ankle. Oh, that that, that puts the kibosh on that. That, yeah. that was the footage we've been seeing all like in the last game. He got rolled over on pretty good, and it's supposed to be a high ankle sprain. And then yesterday they were showing him at the press conference where he actually was standing up on the podium, and then he took like eight steps and went through this door out the back and didn't limp. And they were like, ooh, he looks like he's ready well, to go. See, that's that's one of the reasons, because I think Mahomes is really great, but I, I, don't, I don't see him being like one of these uh, guys like, like Brady that plays forever because, like I said, I, the guy has like no pocket game. As soon as he hit, you know, hits his where he's not in that youthful state anymore mm-hmm. and he can't run and throw, 
I don't think he has a game. Well, he's he's basically RG three, but has lasted a little bit longer because of of of, of circumstances. But like RG three was the prototypical running quarterback with with a strong arm, and and he got tore up right away. They threw him into the Lions then right off the top, and he was getting hurt repeatedly. Now Mahomes has got this ankle sprain. And his, he, he is magical. He does things that are uncanny, the, the, the type of throws he makes, and, and, but they're not textbook-type stuff. They're not fundamental things that you're, you know, you're taught that, that you, you never throw across your body, you never throw across the field. And he does it, does it all the time. Yeah, Mahomes is a playmaker, no doubt about it. Uh, I, was, I was originally thinking it was going to be Chiefs and 49ers in the playoffs again. <laughs> But uh, with that Mahomes injury, that throws a big red flag. So uh, it could be—I could see it going either way, being Bengals or or the or the Chiefs facing uh, the Niners in the Super Bowl. That's my pick. Should we jump into covering the divisional playoff games from uh, last week since we're uh, previewing? We might as well. Just do we have that printout? Um, I know Raven has the scores. Okay, there you go, Raven. It's yours. I also done on my brain today. Excuse me. Um. (laughs) The playoff scores: the Philadelphia Eagles win over the Giants, uh, thirty-eight to seven. Good God! Yeah, yeah. That's so, so. So just just to preface, the Giants were the team that took the Vikings out, and the Vikings would have had to been in that game. Well, they would have San Francisco. But the point, the point, the fact that the the Eagles were able to destroy the Giants like that tells you how weak the Vikings actually were. I mean, they had a fat record, but they weren't a good team. Well, yeah. Well, Vikings uh, made Vikings made Daniel Jones for the Giants look like you know like Michael Vick or or, or Mahomes, and he just couldn't get anything going against the Eagles. He got like sacked five times, and yeah, yeah they yeah. they had his number. Okay, back to you, Raven. All right, Kansas City Chiefs win over the Jaguars, uh, twenty-seven to twenty. Um, Buffalo Bill loses to the Bengals, um, 10 to 27. And then the 49ers take care of the Dallas Cowboys, 19 to 12. Well, the Cowboys hung around for a little while. And, um, the thing about the, uh, uh, Buffalo game, and I don't know if you saw this, Paul, did you happen to see Stephon Diggs throw his fifth on the sideline? No, I heard about but that. I, I heard, but I've never been a fan of Diggs. He well, just he, seems like a crybaby. Well, well, he he caught the Minneapolis miracle and became a superstar. And then the first thing he decided once he did that, he got some notoriety. He decided that he was above the Vikings team, and that he wanted out. So he made his demands. Now he's in Buffalo, and he's bitching and moaning on the sidelines about their situation. Well, you know. There, there's a point in time where teams get tired of you. He's on a fat contract right now in Duffalo, but he's over there waving his arms, hollering at the, the, the quarterback because he didn't throw every ball to him. Well, when you're the top receiver, that's who they cover. Yeah. You know, it's other guys that are going to be open. And Diggs, in his mind, he's open every single time he goes down the field and then he stormed out of the locker room before the rest of the team got yeah, there. Diggs, you're, you're, you're not Randy Moss. Yeah, Sorry, Randy, bro. Sorry, bro. I, got, I have a question. When you are getting paid millions of dollars to run around for an hour or two, wouldn't you be, like, set up to not be a child? <laughs> right? Well, no, well I'm sorry, but, like, the, you're getting paid I know, I know. millions of dollars 
All you have to think about is your giant home that you're going to, the model wife that you pulled because you have all those millions. Why are you stressing out over shit like that? I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Millions. 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 No, no, she's no. I know, I know. That's, she has a real knack to like wind it down to what they should actually be looking at, and and I um. The, yeah, it pisses guys off. Let me tell you. Dale is just struggling oh, over here. No, it's the camera. <laughs> He's like trying to get the cameras just perfect. And he's just... Hey, I was on the right track. Also, well, hey, hey, hey. Give him an applause. Give him an applause. Give him applause right now. The yellow one. Yeah, hey. Good job, Dale. <laughs> or or Dean. Good job, Dean. <laughs> Uh, well, call them that. Oh yeah, water. Yeah, I don't know where that went. Keep going. She, she made a really nice point, though. Like I said, this guy's acting like a child on the sidelines, and he's getting paid millions of dollars. And all of a sudden, apparently, he's the team. Not everybody else that's on it. It's just him. And this was the feel-good story up until this weekend. Yeah, you know, you, because you, you had you had. Go ahead, I'm gonna throw it over. Go ahead. Yeah, the Bengals got all riled up because you know the Bills had a feel-good story that hurt player, and he was going to be there in attendance watching to root him on. And so, like the NFL, actually, there was that condition where if the Bills won in the playoffs, uh, if the Bills, he's not even. If the Bills won in the playoffs, then uh, uh, they would play at that neutral site the following week. Right. So they actually went and sold tickets ahead of time uh, before the result of this game. So the Bengals took it personally like everyone thought they were going to lose. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and so, yeah, they, 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 they stepped up and, yeah, they, they put the lick into the bills there. Yeah, no. There she is. Just lots of camera switches. So, 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 so no, the, 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 the um, well, the bills are out of it now. Look at these There girls. you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to. I was trying to find the right camera. You know, I'm. I'm really starting to think that Katie and Raven don't get to be on the show together. Eh. You know what? Why don't we just have our own show? The Katie, yeah, yeah, that that would be the one that will go viral. Yeah, yeah it would actually. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Probably okay. Would. It Probably would. You know what? That's an idea. We should talk. Yeah, okay. Get, get yep. Some major soda sponsors there. All right. Yeah, I just cracked yeah. one. Hey, if I get a year's supply of Coke, I'll be set. Hey, we don't know these drugs. All like that. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You got Ebola in Mexico two weeks ago. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. All right. So, so, so you got through those. <laughs> did did so so so? Who does Raven want in the Super Bowl? You said I only I only Bengals. know the Bengals. I only know the Bengals. I don't know the 49ers too well. And the Eagles. I mean, I know about the Eagles, but like. There's just something about them where I don't I don't like them at least not over the Bengals. Well, most 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 of us don't like the Eagles because of their fans. Mm-hmm. They're the most brutal fans on the planet, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They really are. They're the ones that invented throwing batteries and quarters at the players, and, uh, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever. They're the ones that they were the worst. Michael Irvin was the receiver for the Dallas Cowboys in the '90s, and he literally had his neck broken in Philadelphia, and they were cheering it. Yeah, Philadelphia actually has the highest crime rate in the U.S. right now, I believe. That's up there. That's for sure. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. No, that's no. I, I've got a my, a good friend from Philadelphia, and every time he goes home, he comes back telling me that the bull, bullets whizzing over his head. 
Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. What do you think, Katie? Who do you got? Bengals and 49ers. Bang- so, okay, so those two teams will meet. Who's it going to be? Probably the 49ers. Money down? 49ers, I'd say. <sighs> I guess, yeah. Well, you, those are my picks. You're just trying to appease Mine. Dale. Mine, you need to I guess. turn up the volume for Supersonic. Oh, he's here? Yeah. He's here? I'm, I'm just going to point this out that it's going to be the Eagles because I fucking hate the Eagles. Mouth. Sorry. Right. <laughs> we do need a swear it's jar because, like, it can... Right there. We got a swear just MIA, yeah. Do, do the we... idea's nice, but I'm not going to bring a roll of quarters. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Supersonic Steve, we got you on the, on the line? Yes, you do. Boy, you know, I was just in here... Uh, I don't know if you've been listening at all, but we've got Katie Staus, one of our uh, producers and graphic designers, sitting in with us because Bill's sick tonight. And then we got our, our feminine touch over here with Raven, and, and these two are, like, causing all kinds of problems. Uh-oh, right out the get-go. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I, they, they've, got, they've got a whole different thing. They're, they're probably going to take the show over somewhere along the line. Well, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But- it happens. It happens. Well, that's what's happening in ESPN and everywhere else anyway, right? <laughs> they're, they're, yep. They're putting the old guys back in a corner in a booth somewhere, and, and, and they, every once in a while we'll, we'll swing the camera over and let them um, say, here's what I think. Uh, <laughs> well, I can solve that problem. Yeah. I'll just go find a tranny. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I like how... You're saying we're starting this. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't know because we, I, I, believe me, we just got probably suspended from Facebook now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, does that mean we can say whatever we want for the rest of the video? Well, uh, we I guess. Pretty much do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, that's true. Pretty so, much. When's it going to change? So, so anyway, we all went around the table talking about who we wanted in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs here. So what do you got, Steve? I like Cincinnati. That's what I like. To. Uh, I like that quarterback. He's kind of uh, a throwback type of guy. Doesn't mind popping off a little bit. I like that. Well, and he, uh, and he can back it up. He well, can back it up. And he's um, one of the things about him is that he's not a runner. He's, no, he's no. he's more your pocket quarterback, and and yeah. that's um, you know the other teams got these guys that are running all over like like with their heads cut off and and. Not not trusting the, the the checkdowns and stuff, and from what I can tell, he's like Joe Cooler calling him. Yeah, well, he he seems to be doing a nice job. What's he second or third year? Third third year, and and about third to, year. about to go to his second Super Bowl. You know, so yeah, well, he's done all right. And and you know, I was he's te- proving himself. I was telling the gang here that myself, um, the the fact that Cincinnati's never won. Is is okay with me? I'd like to see them get one for that city. Um, well, that, didn't they go one time with Anderson as a quarterback? Well, you know, that was the thing. I was I was just asking Dale back here about that because I thought they went with Kenny Anderson and Isaac uh, Isaac Bruce too. and those guys, and then didn't Boomer Esiason get there once too? Yeah, Boomer got him. Boomer got him there in Super Bowl twenty three. Oh. Well, did did well, what, yeah, Boomer Esiason got him there in Super Bowl twenty three there, and uh, it was a close game, but they lost in like the last drive. The Niners without the drive with got a winning touchdown with like under a minute to go. Well, and so that's my question out there to uh, to Keith Cummings. He, he got a chance to pull it up. Did Ken Anderson get the Bengals to that su- a Super Bowl before Boomer Esiason? 
Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking they were there once with him, but maybe not. I did too. I thought so. Yeah, you know, who was who was who was the icky shovel? Yeah, that's what, wasn't he Anderson? I, yeah, that, that's, or no, he could have been Boomer. Uh, well, anyway, the icky shuffle was the 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 Bengals one of their court their, their Super Bowl appearances, and yeah, they you know where he went to college. Um, no, I don't. You tell me. Money. Clemson. Clemson. Is that Clemson. number fourteen? Yeah. Ken Anderson. Yep, he did it in eighty-two. There you go. Yeah, nineteen eighty-two. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Super Bowl sixteen. Yeah, so they've been there three times and lost three times. So yeah, yeah. This year could be different. No, especially yeah. if uh, uh, the one quarterback, Kansas City quarterback. It, it looked. I don't know. Did you see that play? Look. I did. I did. I don't see how he. I mean, that looked bad to me. I'm not a doctor, but man, that looked like. No, they 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 rolled him over and twisted him up, and he he was having a tough time. And I was just telling the group here that uh, yesterday I saw a press conference, and they had him out on the stage. Did you see the podium play where he took like eight steps from the microphone and then went through a door behind this or a curtain behind the stage? And they were like, "Oh, he took eight steps and he didn't limp." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, that's not like running for your life on a football field." With, yeah, with three hundred and fifty pounders running after you, and then and then you do, you know damn well that if you're the Cincinnati Bengals defense, you're hitting him low. You're hitting him low for, all game long. Yeah, first quarter on, you're 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 trying to knock him out of the game. And what do you think, Katie? You don't agree? Oh no, it's going great. <laughs> She's, you know, here. I'm just sitting here. There's there's listening. there's. I don't know, Steve, if you, you know about uh, uh, the common man out of the Twin Cities has his own show down there. He's got a, quite a following. And, and, and as the show goes on, and he's the host, as the show goes on and, and he gets bored with the people he's with, he starts reading emails and, and his text messages. And that's what Katie does over here. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> or she starts drawing. So, so every once in a while. What's that guy's name? Didn't you have a beef with him? Well, no. The, the one I have the beef with is uh, Paul Allen. Uh, he's the Viking. He calls the Viking games and he does the Canterbury Downs horse racing. And he's got a three hour morning show out of the cities and he's constantly spewing inaccurate sports facts of old ball games and things. And it drives me nuts. And I call him on it all the time and he never acknowledges it. In fact, just the other day, uh, day before yesterday, I'm driving down the road and um, Kevin Porter Jr. is a guy that plays for the Houston Rockets. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 he had a big game against the Lakers. The Lakers won, but but he had a big game against them. And this idiot was saying that this was Kevin Porter Jr. was the son of Kevin Porter, who played for the Detroit, Detroit Pistons and the Washington Bullets in the seventies. He's not. This guy's dad was shot and killed in like a gang thing. This is not the same family at all. And and here he is spewing this on the radio as a sports show host. Um, I, I guess speaking of sports media and stuff like that, uh, we should do a big announcement. I meant to mention it at the top of the show, but I forgot. Uh, Fork Sports Highway, we got an official website now. Oh, I don't know if you had a right. chance to check it out, but it's oh, not yeah. nothing too fancy, but if people want to check it out. It's ForkSportsHighway.Podbean.com. And yes, in Fork Sports Highway, there's two S's there in the middle. They're kind of like back to back. But uh, it's, if you just want to go to a place just to just either stream or download the episodes directly on the website, you could do it right there, or it could take you to links to subscribe to the show on apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, like a dozen different apps. So, uh, so yeah, check it out, ForkSportsHighway.Podbean.com. Go there, subscribe to the show, or just download listen to the shows directly. Oh, nice. 
Okay. Right on. Well, there she is doing our Coke commercial over We're like here. like Vanna White over here. Doesn't she do that? Yeah. Boy, these girls are something else. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you, um, so so we run through that. Um, you and I were, you, you, you sent me a picture of uh, uh, the wizard. Yes. And I wanted, you know, and la- like last week, I know I threw it at you. I said, tell me about Spencer Haywood. Tell me, oh, yeah. tell me what you know about Gus, the wizard Williams. Oh man. You know, that was, that was uh basketball, super basketball in Seattle with Gus, DJ, Freddie Brown, Johnny Johnson, Lonnie Shelton, Jack Sigma. That guy, he was fearless. He would take that ball and take it to the hole and he'd get beat up, but man, he scored so many points on his fast break, he'd go right-handed, left-handed. It did not matter what it was. I mean, that guy he, came he, out of New York. Yeah, he was a uh, – uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, boy, I forget the borough, but um, he he came out of New York, and you know, and you know his younger brother Ray played for the Minnesota Gophers and also played in the NBA. But, but the Wizard was um, basically Allen Iverson before Allen Iverson. Oh yeah, the, yeah. His, no. his, fearless, his fearlessness to the basket. And oh it, man, and, and a huge reason why Seattle was in those back-to-back NBA finals. Absolutely, and then you bring Freddie in as a third guard who could throw it from anywhere. You know, I mean, the guy was a sharpshooter. Yeah, I think he was an Iowa guy. But then the glue to that whole team was Dennis Johnson, Paul Silas. I yes. mean, that that, yes. that was the defense. Dennis Johnson was a defensive guy. And he could stop people, and he could score. I mean, he wasn't well, afraid to put up. He probably put up, probably average close to 20 points a game. Well, he ended up being the MVP of that 79 finals. Yeah, DJ, yeah. DJ I mean, did. I think I could be wrong, but I, I want to say he might have passed away. He did. Recently. He did. No, he did. He, he had some heart condition, and, you know, I bring him up all the time because I actually met him, you know, and I told you that, and that's one of yep. my – the, the the my my sports uh, heroes and 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 contacts that I've come across, the ones that I, I I value most are those guys that are deceased now, and and DJ's one of them. And when I I met him and I met Tom Heinsohn the same day, and got oh, I got, got to visit with Tom Heinsohn for about half an wow, hour. There's that would have been fun. Do you have a beer with him? I should have. I mean, but, but he was he was a guy that that. Um, well, he played on all those '60s championships, and then he coached the '74 and '76 championships, and then he broadcast after that. So, so he didn't was, he coach for a while too? Yeah, he, the the '74 and '76 Boston Celtic championships. He was the head coach. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, no, wow, wow. So anyway, um, that that was my thing. Was we we started with the Wizard and, and Gus Williams, and I do think that NBA fans of today need to know who that guy was because he was. Oh a, man! The, if if he was playing today, he'd still be one of the best guards that ever played in the league. Oh, Com- I compared mean, they, compared to this sissified ball that they play now. Imani hey, or oh, Steve uh, or anyone, if I don't, I hadn't talked a little bit about this on big screens and TV streams. I guess speaking of NBA, uh, do you guys watch? Uh, Inside the NBA on TNT, that the big studio show with like you know Shaq, Kenny, Ernie, the whole crew. Well, I do. Um, I've been oh, watching. 
I had no idea this existed until I guess it was uh, first aired on TNT about a year and a half ago or so. But they did a four-part docu series called uh, "The Inside Story." It's on HBO Max right now. It's all about it interviews those guys. Found out all about inside the NBA. It's called "Inside Story." I've been really digging. It. I'm about halfway through it. It's four episodes, so this is going to give a plug for that. I don't know if any of you have, have either of you seen it. Huh? I have not seen that one, but I did watch one today that showed Shaq in his prime. Oh yeah. And- that dude, I mean, when he was probably 290, 295, when he went to the hoop, there wasn't anybody in that league that could stop that. Period, man. He was no, – he, he, stuff I saw where he would dunk on guys that are another seven-footer and just look at them like, get your get – go away. Yeah. No. That dude was impressive. No, and, and there were there was never anybody that wanted to really challenge him either, you know. The closest he came to being challenged was by a guy named Chris Dudley that played for the Knicks. Uh, yeah, skinny white, white guy. That, yeah, that couldn't shoot yeah. free throws, and he threw the ball at him. Remember that? Yeah. The, my girls are over here just cutting it up. I, I'm serious. Katie, Katie, and Katie, and uh, Katie, and Katie, and Raven are. We're gonna have a moratorium on when they can be in a studio together. Yeah. Anyway, a, a more serious thing. Um, today is the uh, third anniversary of when the helicopter crashed into the mountain uh, with Kobe Bryant. That was, oh, was that? horrible. It's been three years. Wow. Wow. And and and. Just like last year? No, it was like yeah. weeks before the pandemic. No, yeah. I saw that. no, they literally just said three years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, three three years ago okay. and, and you know <laughs> the thing was is that he was he was flying his, his daughter and, and oh. two of her friends to play in their, their tournament game. They were eighth graders. So there were parents of, of the other two girls on the on the helicopter wow. too. And um, you know, so that, that that's a tragedy. I mean Kobe Kobe was yeah. he was he was like the closest thing to Michael Jordan that there was. I mean LeBron's a pretender. Kobe wasn't. He was a real deal. Oh, he brought it every game. He brought it every game. There are Maybe. there are, there are uh interviews of NBA players that played on teams with Kobe Bryant and against him and they would go into the gym and guys would go in and, and work out for two, three hours before a game and he would always be there longer than them. And he would tell them right to their face that, "I just want you to know you'll never work harder than me." And and then it would show in the games. Kobe Bryant had oh. one of the best work ethics for just easily one of the top NBA work ethics of all time. I've if you I there's been times over the last couple of years where I just googled like if you want good inspiration, look up Kobe Kobe Bryant inspirational interviews. There's a bunch of good collections of them about his work ethic, telling stories like you mentioned, Monty, about being the first one in, last one out. There's a ton always. of them. Well, he said, and he always said that if. If Shaq had worked as hard as he did, they'd have won 10 titles. And then there was a comment from John Beergard in the chat saying, the NBA is pathetic now, definitely not a fan like it used to be. This super team shit is pathetic, and how these players can get to be graded better than players from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, So there was that. And then um, the other one was uh, Damon Lillard had the 60-point game last night, night before last and it was the most efficient 60-point game in NBA history. He, he was 9 for 15 from three-point range and 9 out of 10 from the line, and overall, I don't know, 15 for 21 from the field. And he, wow. he made it look easy, and, and it was against the Jazz, too, so it was against a good team. 
And I'm glad you brought up the Jazz. What happened to them? They got rid of Quinn, the the coach. Yeah. And they went. They went downhill ever. I mean, because they. I mean, they were always right in there. You know, at top of the league. Well, and then was there some disgruntlement between the management and the uh, coach because he was a good coach? Well, I don't know if it was the coach so much as the players. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and, and Rudy Gobert had this pissing match. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy Gobert just returned uh, from his injury last, uh, a couple nights ago against uh, when the Timberwolves were facing the Pelicans. They, they they beat him there and got a good win, 111-102. And, yeah, Timberwolves had a pretty good up good good feel-good win because I guess they kind of overshadowed uh, – uh, Brandon Ingram returning to the Pelicans. He was injured for two months, and so that was supposed to be a, be a big return, but he came back, and yeah, Timberwolves got the win. They're 25-25 and 25 right now. Next host the Grizzlies on Friday night, but Gobert looked good, too, speaking of him. Yeah, he got nice double-double, some really good alley-oop dunks, so I don't know what you think. What, what are they at number seven in the in the, uh, in the jet, or West, in their bracket? In the, yeah, about seven. They're tenth in their conference, tenth? yeah. Well, and... and yeah. You know, the only one I pay attention to in the West is the the Lakers in thirteen. Yeah, I know, and they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. I well, saw that today. They're not going to make it. I just saw I saw an interview, and and it, the Clippers beat the Lakers uh, for like the sixteenth time in a row. And after the game, Westbrook and LeBron were at the podium, and they were both refusing to answer questions. They were they, the the reporters would ask a question, and then they would asked the reporters back the same question, just being snotty about it, and, and, and just all stern-faced. And I'm like, when did you ever see Michael Jordan respond to somebody like that or Kobe Bryant respond to somebody like that or Shaq or anybody, even, even Charles Larry Barkley, Berger. Larry Bird, any of them? These guys are sitting there because they're so damn entitled, you know, that, that they, what, they, got, they have to be held on a pedestal every minute of the day or else they're not secure. Is that their problem? I mean, today's athletes. And Raven over here went off on a little bit ago. We were talking about, did you happen to see Stefan Diggs as they were losing? Uh, the Buffalo Bills were losing to the uh, Cincinnati uh, Bengals on s- Sunday. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. him sideline throwing a fit? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And, and, and Raven, what was your response to that? Any guy or person or whoever... You think, okay, this guy is taking home millions. He's set for life, okay? You think he wouldn't be worried about things that are kind of out of his control. You, like, you wouldn't think, like, you're making millions, right? You're, you're not thinking about the beautiful giant house that you're going to go home to, the top model wife you got because you're making millions, like, you got so much good going for you. Like, why? 10 out of 10, yes, I would recommend. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I wasn't the first one that did that. I appreciate that. I was waiting for it. We got, Steve, that's Katie in the background making noise. No, it was, no, you didn't hear anything. Keep going. <laughs> no, but really, like, you're set up for life, Okay. Me, I, I worry about money, you know? Like, I'm the common person. The common person is in debt. Yeah, yeah. The common we're, person's we're, in we're, debt. We're, we're, we're paying bills and, and living paychecks to paychecks. Exactly. Trying to put something away. So there's one guy making millions, and he wants to throw a fit. I'm sorry, but if I was there, I just would have backhanded him. Because if you're going to act like a child, <laughs> yeah. 
I will treat you like a child. Yeah, that's I'm exactly sorry, you're making millions. So you must know my father. I, I, I would have put it. You can't. You can't do time out. I would have told him to to go to take a break. Time out. Take my break. dad. Yeah, he's got. He's got. He's gonna have to go take a break in a corner. Nope, backhand. What, what was your dad done? With the nails. Oh shit! Uh, honestly, I remember one time we were at the dinner table. My dad always sat at the front of the table, like you know the old days. I said something derogatory to my mother oh. at the dinner table, oh. and Drop when I woke up, up <laughs> I was trying to figure out what day it was and where I was when at. I woke up. I love oh, that. No. When I woke oh, no. up. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it used to be. It was. A- it was, and you know what? If you want had something to say about it, well, okay. Uh, but your opinion doesn't mean jack to me, well, and so go I, to your room. I I told my mother to shut up one time. Oh shit! That's yeah. wrong. Knock, knock wrong, me into wrong. next week, and I never did yeah. that again. The rest of my life, I never did dare do that again. And you still remember it? You yes. still remember yeah. it? No. Well, you should. I'm sorry, Just like I, did. I did. Yep. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Well, one thing I, I would say in defense of you know these players throwing their little bitch fits um, is that they do have, I'm sure, like bonus incentives and things along those lines. So if they're not getting the ball, they're not going to get their bonus. So they got a, you know, another million or two on the line if they don't hit another 50 yards. And if they don't get the ball, they aren't going to get the 50 yards, so they're not going to get that other two, three million dollars that they're going to be promised if they do hit that mark. Well, but that that's a problem. I, feel, that I think that's a major problem. Well, but that's, that's, but that's true during the regular season. But once the playoffs start, it's a different deal. You know, then it's all based on wins. And, and but like Raven said, though, I mean, you already got millions. Who the hell cares if you make another, you know, two or three? Well, and, yeah. You know, yeah. at, at, at that point, you know, because I was in sales for a long time. And, you know, when, you know, you're, you're making, say, $50,000 a year. And if you make another $8,000 because you hit a bonus or something like that's a big deal. Yeah. But if you are already at the six million, you know, fifteen million dollar mark, another another two three million dollars doesn't mean shit. Yeah. No, that's what they're gonna. That's it's what just it, a tax write off. Like it's why, a tax write off. Why would you even worry though? Like why would you even worry to the point where you're so upset that you have to throw a bitch fit? A grown man, a grown man, acting like a child on television. Television. What is going so wrong in your life where you need to act like a little bitch? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Should I, you know what? I need to move back there. You know, <laughs> I need to move back to that country. I love that. I really do because that's how I was raised. Out here now, everything's so. Oh, I know. I, and, I hurt I, feel, and I feel or, for you because it wasn't like that when you moved out there. <laughs> well, no, excuse me. Uh, no, I wasn't. And my dad never trained me. Or, I mean, he would roll over in his grave right now to see what's going on around oh, here. I know, and and you know the thing is, is like you're in you're in Seattle, and and of course your your family is tied into my wife's family. But my my dad's family, it, um, his sister and 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 their offspring all grew up in Portland, and they're just Same so thing. just so Same disgusted thing. with what's going on out there right now. Uh, it's- they they can't believe it. They they can't believe that 
that all of those property owners that worked their butts off, veteran military veterans on top of it, my uncle was a Korean War veteran. I mean, actual combat. That was my dad. So and, was my and, dad. And 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 to the, he he'd be spinning right now to see oh. what's going on out there. Yeah, it's it, I. Yeah, I have some offices throughout the Washington. I went to Spokane the, early this week. It's like a twilight zone. It's embarrassing. I w- and I always loved Spokane. But oh my god, it's <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I just I I can't believe it, what they're letting people do. Well, it's, it's crazy. Well, well and, and, and well, man, Katie and Katie and Paul, they've been drinking too much together All today. Right. Those two. What, what, I'm, I, and you know, and, and I thought I was the problem. Um, sorry, sorry to interject here. These are a lot of good points, actually. And John Biergard in, in chat, he's pretty much agreeing yes, with yes, the guys yes, on all yes, points yes. there, too, with his comments. So. I want to acknowledge him, too. And he also commented about the Jazz earlier about losing a ton of players over the years for how they're doing. But we're actually due for a break here. We got two video ads. We're going to do them back-to-back. And we'll be back in just a minute or two here on Fork Sports Highway. Monty, if you want to put up the volume there, and we'll cue up those ads. Dang it. Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area. Installation, replacement and repairs of wiring, outlets, light fixtures, panel upgrades, electrical conduit, and more. Ideal Power Solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project, big or small, whether it's residential, commercial, remodels, new construction, egg projects, and custom builds, along with service work. The Valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust. Call Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks, 701-213-3805 to find out more, or go to idealpowernd.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. Our team of professionals at Executive Properties Construction have over 30 years of experience. We pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org. And we're back. Monty will be back with moment. Hey, I got, I, you, you know what? Yeah, I got to tell you, uh, Executive Properties, they just did a remodel on my basement. Oh, yeah. I had to replace a, a pipe underneath, like, my foundation. They had dig 14 inches into concrete. And I what I'm what an amazing job they did. I, got, I, I can't say, like, my basement looks so amazing now. I I got nothing but five star recommendations. It was like a big. You kind of like had a big old project that kind of came out. Oh out of yeah, nowhere. The, the whole basement was flooding, and yeah, they had to tear this pipe out of the ground, and then they had to replace the entire floor, and and, and it's like a brand new house now. I prop props to Executive Properties. I would hire them any day of the week, and I would recommend them to anybody. Ha! Huh. Oh, there we go. Well, do they come to Seattle? Well, if you pay them enough, I'm sure they would. <laughs> yeah. Fly them out here, 
first class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would. Okay, another one of our, our, our topics tonight was the uh, Minnesota Twins traded uh, Luis Arise. Um, boy, I don't even have the details of that. Who did? I, I think Raven, Raven has some Raven, details. Raven, you have the details of that trade? Yeah. Luis Arise of the Minnesota Twins? Mine, you may need to hit the switch there. Uh, to the Katie uh, yeah, switch. Holy oh. In addition, the Twins also received two Marlins prospects in okay. the deal, including one of their top five uh, last season for the Marlins. Um, Pablo Lopez posted a 3.75 ERA along with a 3.71 FIP. Okay, so so was was Pablo Lopez the main part of that trade with with for a rise? What, what, what did they get? Oh wait. So so Louise arise. Oh wait, no, you know actually, I think I got they 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 did uh, they did two big trades. I think I kind of combined them both in that one note for for yeah, there, Raven. Um, but yeah, they did two big trades. The Twins got Pablo Lopez, and and then they gave away Luis Arise to the Marlins, right? Yeah. Well, so so Pablo Lopez was the the pitcher though. The yeah, big, the pitcher the big, they the big, acquired. Big yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then some draft picks or something? No. Yeah. What was the deal? They they got some prospects, right, Raven? Yep, they got two prospects. Um, Taylor battled, bat, bat, battled, battles, battles. There's no S. I don't see it. <laughs> it's on you, Raven. Taylor, B A T T E T, batted, batted, batted. Yeah. Yeah. One. So those draft places, ones that they just had. What was that? Are those just draft choices that they just had this last year? I'm not sure about they that. Got. They got. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. So weren't those from a, a Florida team, though? Is that where it came from? Yeah, the Marlins. The, Mar- the Marlins, yeah. So, so yeah. the Twins potentially picked up a possible number one type pitcher, number two type pitcher. But they gave up the American League batting champion. And, that's, that's a big deal. And, yeah. and, and I was, you know, that struck me, kind of set me back because the Twins need pitching, but then you're going to give up the one guy that can spray the ball. And, and I don't know, Steve, if you've seen anything, but he was the one guy that could hit the other way or, or, or lay a bunt down. And you know how that is in today's game? Nobody can do well, that. Well, no, it's part of the, it's part of the game, but it's, they've kind of went away from it. Um, but... It really depends on what they picked up. I mean, are these guys just has-beens or throw-ins or, no, you know? This, they're young. They're youthful and young. They, 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 they actually, the Twins, a lot of guys up here think it was a good deal. And, and I don't know. I, we'll live to see because if, if a rise goes down there and wins a National League batting title and tears it up, and, and, then, and then this guy that they got back as far as the starting pitcher wins 10 games and loses, you know, 15. And- and That's. Well, did, did you say they needed pitching, or did you not say they needed hitting? Yeah, no, they, they need pitching. The Twins need pitching. Yeah, the only good pitcher they had before for starters was Sonny Gray, and that's just one out of five. So it's good to have at least a, a little bit of depth there. So, and then uh, Raven, I think the Twins did a second big, not as big a trade as giving up Luis Arise for Pablo Lopez, but they they did a second big trade this week too, right? They did. Um... They sent uh, 23-year-old right-hander Steven Cruz and then 25-year-old left-hander um, even Sisk to the Royals. Who did they pick up? Uh, 
what they get back. What did they get back? I think it says in the top line, maybe. Yeah, Tyler Bated. Oh, that's that's Batiste. Batiste. Yeah. Is he a pitcher? Okay. There is no way this last name is Batiste. Okay. okay. Well, well, you know, to be fair, we're 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 throwing we're throwing we're throwing things at Raven that she's you know if this was motorsports or rodeo or or or, or shooting shooting guns or something like that. Huh? <laughs> but she's doing her best because I, I she actually has been uh, following the football and stuff and, and and throwing stuff at us. Oh, I know. We have another topic tonight. Before we get. We've kind of covered what we had, right? Right. As far as the title. But Raven had a question about the Washington Redskins. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So I had someone uh, actually watch the podcast last week. And Seriously? noticed. <laughs> Owner says that. Paul. <laughs> noticed that I didn't know who the commanders were. And I didn't know who the commanders were. Because they were the Redskins. Your whole life. My my whole life. I'm sorry, but what kind of a name is Commanders? Oh, we know. It's a joke. Like, I, I command you, you to make not dumb decisions. How about that? Well, how about uh, I'm Commando right now? There you go. I'm oh sorry. That, that, just yeah. open up for streaking. Yeah. Literally. Just, <laughs> just litter a banner in the butt crack. Just... What? Write down, right? Just open it up. Just oh, like seriously though. Like how? I know. Really. What? And the thing is, Redskin. I was actually talking to Katie and Dale earlier before the show in between podcasts, and Redskin is a descriptory word. Okay, it is descriptory. Why is it that everyone get but? Gets butt hurt over descriptatory things. Okay, someone would call me a white girl. That is descriptatory. I call someone a black person. That is descriptatory. Calling someone a redneck, descriptatory. Calling a red skin, descriptatory. This is not an insult. It is describing something. How can you even get upset over that? Well, and and. So, so that's the, the thing about the the the, whew, the whole Native American imagery and, and and monikers and mascot is is something that I, I I have been in and out of for years, and and of course the Fighting Sioux were part of that. The whole mm-hmm. the whole. But the Fighting Sioux was one tribe. Okay, it was a certain select. Thing. I understand that. I actually understand why they were mad over one tribe. But just red skin? These lights are giving me red skin. I'm sorry. But, like, yeah. it is descriptatory. That's so broad. You can't make someone change a name that's been around for how long Yeah. Well, over someone complaining about it. I'm sorry. People are going to bitch. Well, it, it, it's... It would be no different than saying, like, you know, the whites or the blacks. Right. Or, you know, like well, you said, the redskins. The, but, the, the, you know. The, the, the proponents would say the wops, goops, geeks, you know, yeah, kind but, of thing. But, but I, 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 so, people wops or, 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 you know. 
that 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 that, that was a. Like, but it, yeah, but for my my point though is like it, you know if I were. Uh, you know, a person of color, and I were in, went to go play for a team called the Whites. <laughs> like that, I I could see how that would kind of be a problem. You're making millions. You shouldn't care. Exactly, and there and, you not, go. and not only that, but it's a private business, and you know. Well, we also, but we also just had this season, right? The very first reference to the Cleveland Guardians. Or? Gu- Guardians. Cleveland, Cleveland Indians. Well, they're still the Fighting Irish. They never got. But, they didn't but, get but rid no, of that. The, the Cleveland Guardians. The, so the Cleveland Indians baseball team is now the Cleveland Guardians, and that's because that's because of the same uproar over the Redskins or the Fighting Sioux and that kind of stuff. But okay, the, the so- problem the problem with that though, Raven, is that the Cleveland Indians were called the Indians because the very first Indian Native American that played Major League Baseball played for them. Yeah, that's why they called them that, and and they. So I don't know. Well, <laughs> lost my train of thought now. Oh, so how far is this going to go? We have the Commanders, we have the Guardians. Like we're not even picking animals of a fierce nature anymore. When? It, how? How long is it going to be before we are all all the teams are just going to be called the mammals? I'm sorry, yeah, but you right. can't get more bland. Like all well, the all the teams are going to well, be named the same the, the, thing. When, I, when I was in elementary school, we were the Wilder Warriors, and we yeah, had and, and, and you were t- and they got changed too, right? Yeah, then they changed it to the Wolverines, which they had to put up this huge vote and like have yeah. all these different. But the thing is, like the Wilder Warriors, they had the the in the you know kind of like the Sioux Indian head. They could have changed the logo, but they didn't need to change the name. Because yeah. Warriors is just Warriors. Yeah. So why did they have to change the name and the logo? They could have just changed the logo. Yeah. Well, and, and, and my, my bigger issue, though, is that, like, okay, when, when the University of North Dakota fighting Sioux nickname was in Lawsuit, uh, Wayne Stanningham, a good friend of mine who was the Attorney General for North Dakota, actually uh, was the lead guy that sued NCAA, and he made a, a, a crucial mistake in that lawsuit by settling it. Because the Fighting Sioux nickname and logo, Supersonic Steve, is trademarked and copyrighted. There are, there are intellectual property rights in it. It is the biggest selling college hockey uh, jersey and image that exists. And, and to maintain that copyright and trademark, UND, University of North Dakota, has to sell 10,000 units every year to maintain that copyright and trademark. So it's not gone away. So, so every year, Sioux Shop at the Ralph Ingolstadt Arena has the, what they call the Legends series of, of uh, merchandise. And it sells out like within three days at a higher price than any of that garbage they got sitting in the store right now. The fu- Nobody's buying that fighting hawk stuff. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're Do you want my uh, opinion uh, on oh. yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, seriously. Um, I don't want to get anybody in trouble or anything like that, but I'm telling you, we have turned so pussified. Th- that's the story. It, I mean... The, even the simple fact that we're talking about 
this or that or whatever. Um, and I'm sorry. I mean, I have lots of people who work for me, guys, girls, black, white, you know, orange, red, whatever. And I just can't, I don't look at a guy or a girl. I mean, if they're doing their job, great. Yeah. I and mean, we have no problems. If they're not, and it doesn't really matter if they have pink hair, or green hair, earrings in their nose or whatever, I'm going to treat them all the same. And it, I think we've went so far overboard on worrying about if they hurt their feelings or any of that stuff. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, oh, I if you're a manager in a business and someone walks in with purple hair, green hair, you got to look at them the same way as the guy that comes in and he's got a four-year degree and, you know, done his thing. But it, I, I think we're going the wrong direction. My opinion. Simply my opinion. Well, no. If you, if you want to maintain a victim status, I don't care what color you are, you can you can do that and, and, and blame everybody else. And, and, and my thing is, is since these names have been changed and these logos have been dropped, and isn't it wonderful all the progress that's been made in those uh, indigenous communities uh, over that course of time? Uh, Monty, uh, if I could just jump in real quick. Uh, there's been a lot of chatter in the, the, the chat room's lighting up over this. Uh, uh, Steve, Keith, John, all saying a, a lot of stuff here. Uh, Keith saying, I refuse to wear anything with the Fighting Hawks logo on it. Uh, some people giving some examples, uh, like Steve giving examples of Legends in Dakota. People being able, from that 2005 NCAA ruling that kind of put the banish to the Fighting Hawks, some teams were able to prove that they did the nickname out of respect. And I gave Raven some examples. Like, several teams were allowed to keep their nicknames, like the Florida State Seminoles, Utah Utes, and a few yeah. others. I think. Yeah, do, you have, do you have that? Um, yep. Here you go. Uh, Sorry, I went on a rant. I just say I had to say no, it. No, that's that, well. So did I, and you know, Paul never goes on a rant. So these are <laughs> the ones that had to change. So our um, Arkansas State University to the Red Wolves, um, Indiana University of Pennsylvania um, to the Crimson Hawks. Um, Mercury University to the Warhawks, um, and then another state university to the Mustangs, Newberry College to the Wolves, University of North Dakota to the Fighting Hawks, and then University of Louisiana at Monroe, which is also the Warhawks. I have another thing to say, though, okay? We're in Grand Forks, North Dakota. We live in the tundra seven months out of the year. I can tell you so many other animals I will see around here before I see a prairie hawk. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why the hawks? Why? Who got to cho- choose that? Because, honestly, the stags would have made more sense. <laughs> the stags or any other animal out here that we have, honestly. Like, wh- I have never seen a hawk. Eagles. The eagles would have made more sense. The wasted white girls. Please. Oh Oh my god, the WWs? Yes. The WW. I am actually behind that. That is. You are? Wasted white girls? Yes, because they're fun to laugh at. Yeah? When you're not one, you can enjoy it from a distance yeah. and laugh at but, it but, and but, be like, I'm not that. So thank well, you. well, Steve, 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 Steve Smalls just said something about he thinks there must be rum in, in, in Raven's Coke. <laughs> That's what he said. 
Did he say that? After the no, day I had, you know what? Do you have any rum? Because, that. yeah. Why not? Yeah, there's still a lot of a lot of good chatter here. Keep it up. Keith's saying the, those universities were allowed to keep their Native American nicknames because they got permission from local tribes. You know, that's what with UND they went through. They had to get permission from two tribes, but they only got permission well, and, from one. And, and, and that was that was one of the things I was talking about because my buddy Wayne Stanningham handed handled that, and he, he's deceased now because he was the Attorney General of North Dakota. But he originally was a lawyer here in Grand Forks, and and he was burdened with the having to bring that suit on behalf of North Dakota against the NCAA. And he brought the suit, and I'm sure he hated every minute of it because he had to negotiate with the uh, Spirit Lake Nation, and he had to negotiate with the Standing Rock Nation, he had to negotiate with the NCAA and Mark Emeritt. And finally... Oh, a Fife guy who's at it right down the street from me who's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. And, Mark and, Emmert. An yeah, idiot. Yeah, no, no. Mark Emmert should never have been in a position of that kind of power or authority. Never, he, he, never. He was like, like, yeah, no, no way in hell. But anyway, that was the guy, and and so so Wayne Stenergem, in the settlement, they agreed. UND had three years to get Spirit Lake Nation and Standing Rock to vote. So we had to have two tribes consent to to keep the nickname. Spirit Lake Nation had a vote and agreed to keep the nickname. Standing Rock never had a vote. Their, their Standing Rock's chairman at that time refused to allow it to go to a vote. And if it had gone to a vote, I'm sure it would have been like the same as Spirit Lake. It was about a 65-35 split. What was, his, what was his trip? Well, he was anti-logo. He, he was on that side. He had he'd taken a position. And he'd be damned if he was going to let his people vote for it. And, and the biggest thing with me is, is, is that when I was a kid, the Fighting Sioux, there was a guy from Standing Rock that played basketball for the Fighting Sioux. His name was Bob Eaglestaff. And so he was the original Fighting Sioux to me. That, that, he represented Fighting Sioux sports to me. His great nephew, nephew is currently on the UND men's basketball team. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, there you and, go. And, and, and I'm like, uh, and, and for me now that, that I fought it and I was, I was a proponent of the nickname logo and all that thing and, and, and anti-victimhood, const, constantly putting yourself in a position that words and sticks and stones will break my bones. You know, remember that? Word, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, can, you, can, you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't bother me. You know, I'll fight through it. You know, but 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 these days, the generation that we we we've we've left this land to, or or like, they're offended by what color clothes you wear in the morning. I mean, it's about what it amounts to. Unfortunately, these two girls here aren't of that ilk, but many are. Yeah, them wasted white girls. (laughs) There she is. Them wasted white girls. <laughs> yeah. River w- dub dub dubs. Quick story. A quick <laughs> one. I'm driving from Spokane, Washington to Kennewick. There's a little town in the middle of nowhere. It's called Richville. I mean, it's out. It's nowhere, nowhere land. I pull in. It's about 1230 at lunchtime. I want to get a cheeseburger. I've, I've stopped there a hundred times. 
get in uh, French fries and a cheeseburger. I look behind the counter, and I'm trying to decide if he's a guy or a girl. Oh yeah, he's got lipsticks on. He's got eye mat. He, I'm, I'm assuming it's a guy. Was his Adam's and, apple as big as his balls? <laughs> I didn't check. Yeah, got that Chris Angel look. Was. So, and I'm thinking, if this, well, I'm talking Ritzville. I mean, you look at it on the map, you, it doesn't even come up. Um, and I, yeah, it's uh, like. You're in like in the middle of nowhere. No, I mean, I'm in nowhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm in the zip code of nowhere. And I'm thinking, what in the, I can't say it, uh, what's going on here? I mean, seriously, Ritzville? And I got to deal with this. Um, no, I don't have to deal with it. And I, and I get it. I'm, I'm old school, but it's like, seriously, Ritzville? And I got to deal with this shit? You know? No, but it's, 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 what do you it, do? What do you, it, it, everything you, that's going on in the culture has, 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 the fingers have reached into all of our small town communities across the nation. Uh, Dale's over here frantically waving this ad at me. <laughs> yeah, before he does, though, I, 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 I'm actually, I've been thinking about this. I, I really think that we should back this wasted white girls thing because. Jesus, Paul. Well, 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 for one thing, okay, I'm no, in. think about I'm this. Right think about this. I'll watch. So, Every first time off, watch that first ever. off, <laughs> nobody is want to Nobody is going to want to compete against them. There you go. Okay. And secondly, can you imagine the logo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like. This sounds like it's just. Gonna, this sounds like a money maker. Well, it's going to be some combination of Katie's <laughs> logo. Shut. Oh yeah, because I. That's that's my logo. Yeah, there he goes. But uh, I, seriously, who would want to go against a wasted white girl? No. No one. Nobody wants to fight that. No guy ever. No guy ever. W. Like like see, that's a perfect point. Money, I think we're screwed. Yeah, I, I think knew. We're screwed. <laughs> I know. You can even pull up like the West Side, like you know. Except you would do the you do the double West Side, oh, wasted. West Side West Girls. Well, yeah. Just 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 just, just yeah. to just to preface, Steve. I actually thought if these two girls got in the studio together, they would kind of clash. If I had a few Ooh. more of me to get more out of me, and and, and well, suddenly that I'm didn't like, work. No, Did it? It's like what you, a mistake. You on that one. What a mistake. All right, you got your ad over there. I think so. We want to give a shout-out to our friends at the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. We want you to make them your next dinner and a movie destination. They're both located inside the River Mall in East Grand Forks. You can either dine inside the movie memorabilia late in the restaurant the Shire or take your movie to go to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Missing, Knock at the Cabin. That starts Thursday uh, next week. Sun, Infinity Pool, and a made homemade movie local indie movie called loon that's now playing to the end of next week check them all out river cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners expanded concessions and now serve adult beverages and it's family owned and operated by uh, that also operates the grand theater in crookston and for complete show times for the river cinema check out rivercinema15.com or morefamilytheaters.com for the grand theater in crookston all right monty back to you having some fun there huh I don't know. These girls are, and Paul's encouraging them. That's the most, the most unsettling part of the whole thing is he's encouraging them, and I guess I would expect that from him. But Bill, you need to come back. Monty needs you. Yeah, I, yeah, William. If you're out there watching this, I haven't Monty. seen the comments. These guys are. 
Okay, so so so. All right, we're going. Scott Rowland got There's a squeak toy in here. The one Scott Rowland got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Supersonic Steve. Yes, he did. Um, a lot of arguments. One other guy. Two. Oh, who was the other guy? Do you have the other guy? Uh, no, huh? I don't know if you. No, guys. I think one other guy got invited too. No, when I last it was just Roland. One other guy came close. He was just off by a few votes. Um, okay, I thought one other guy got in there. But good call. So, so yeah. Scott Rowland's Hall of Fame, and there's a lot of bitch going on because he was on one World Series team. He has eight Gold Gloves, but there a lot of the pundits are saying he was a. Uh, Hall of the very good, but not necessarily fame. Yeah, I, I got some details on that. So he was a really good third baseman. He got in with 76.3% of the votes. He needs 75% to get in. Uh, he, I guess he got a lot of momentum because I guess the reason why he got some case to build in was advanced sabermetrics. They, they really stood out his base running and, and his, uh, and his uh, defense, his fielding that shined in the areas. So that's what built his case to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. But the person that just missed the ballots by like five votes for getting inducted was Colorado Rockies first baseman Todd Helton. Was that who you were thinking of, Steve? Yeah, yep. that, yep. that's yep. what I was thinking of. I thought he made it. Th- oh, yeah. He, they- he could hit, man. That dude could well, launch. They, they jumped all over him, though, because he played in Colorado. That was a, yeah. That well, was a fuck you know. That's what happens. You know, you go where you play. You know, exactly, you get drafted. Yeah, by, yeah the ball carries yeah. there. So I mean, it, was he going to get uh, deprived because he played in Colorado? No, but, I don't think so. But that was the same argument for him, though. Was that that Todd Helton was um, Hall of Very Good and 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 not Hall of Fame? But then they compared Roland to okay, Dave Parker's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, He's an outfielder, fielder could hit, but well, he won a batting title, the, the Cobra, and and you know he was on the '79 World Series team, and and um, Pittsburgh. His problem was he had like, I suppose, six or seven really good years, and then mostly mediocre after that because he started well, to bring- have issues with some other stuff after you know while I was playing. Well. Daryl Strawberry or, or or Dwight Gooden, those kind of things. You mean? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of. But but it was it was it was. I saw a list of like four players that they thought were better players that belonged in the Hall before guys like Scott Rowland and Ted Helton and you know. But I don't know. You know, the Hall of Fame is kind of a wishy washy thing because until they put Pete Rose in, I, I I'm like, are you, God, you said that. Yeah, the, because you know, if there's somebody in our generation, which is in the from about seventy up, yeah. if there's one guy that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, you named it. You said it. I mean, I don't well, care if you bet on the game or didn't or whatever. Well, well, if Joe, uh, if Joe Morgan and Johnny Bench are there, you well, know. I mean, he's he was. Well, he's the all-time hits leader, for Christ's sake. I mean, what do you want? I mean, what more do you want from a guy? I mean, and he apologized. He, he apologized. You know, he said it. Yeah. He, you know, he 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 won. And I think we talked about this before that there's only a handful of players in the history of baseball that have won the World Series with more than one team, and he's one of them. And he he was. I did not realize he played for the Expos. 
at the end, yeah. But but he he was he was a cog to the Phillies. Yeah, he he played a pretty vital role in the Phillies. Yeah, Bill just joined us. So oh, Bill's watching. What's up, Bill? Bill. Oh, see, see, so so look at this. Mommy's crying for you, Bill. Yes. So um, so there was like 27 players listed on the ballot, but yeah, um, Roland was the only one that cleared the 75% threshold to get in. And the Baseball Hall of Fame, they only put in, including this one they just inducted now with Roland, only two players in the last three years, because two years ago they didn't even induct anybody. So, but uh, yeah. Who else was the other four players? Uh, Big Poppy uh, was the other player that got inducted the last three years. Yeah. David Ortiz. So, so, so they got my, they got my old, Basketball picture, and then they got dad jokes book. Look that's, at these two. That's Uh-oh. on the website. I know it is. So that's public. Agreed, Bill. <laughs> oh. Who else was on the I want to know. Uh, a poppy was one. Who's the other one? Uh, oh, for, the only people the Baseball Hall of Fame inducted over the last three years was, yeah, uh, David Ortiz and the player that just got announced for today, Roland. So, Scott Roland. And who else was on the list? Oh, there's 27 other players. All the standard people. Like Gary Sheffield was on there. I think he Oh, only, yeah. yeah. Well, Gary Sheffield, you know. There was a lot of pundits I listened to over the last few days talking about him, and I was—I'm a Yankee fan. He played for the Yankees at the end. Um, Gary Sheffield was a guy, Steve, that when he was at bat, oh, he, oh. when when he was at bat, you did not go get popcorn or a beer. You sat there and watched it. Oh, you damn right. You know he had that quick bat. Yes, that little yes, like, yes. Show. It was. That, I think I want to say he might have played for a year for the Mariners. I could be he wrong. Probably did, but he he did play for multiple teams, and boy, when he uh, swung that bat, it was a bullet. All right, no. so, so uh, and you—that's what you got to teach kids. If you're going to swing the bat, swing it. Yeah, you know, half-ass, you know, right. stuff. Swing the bat. Very, and he did. So, just jump in real quick. We're down to like our last like seven or eight minutes here. Any other topics you wanted to bring up before we got in? I think the only thing we didn't hit on that I know you wanted to give your LeBron James update for the high score oh, yeah. record well, chase. Well, we'll get the, one, one quick. Sorry, second, yeah, if you want to wrap I, up I, on the baseball I, there. Well, no, 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 no. I want to. I want to um, shout out to the Four Winds Indians basketball team. Uh, I, you know, I sent you along the link to that. Oh, yeah, those they, those guys are um, uh, Four Winds. Uh, they, they they won the state championship in North Dakota last year undefeated. We had a couple of the seniors. You talked about that this week. Yes, like and, varsity guys. And and they 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 are undefeated right now, and they've beat all the powers in the state already by double digits. And um, the star of the team is a guy named Dang Dang. So his uncle is Luel Dang, uh, Duke University Chicago Bull Luel Dang, and. Um, then his first cousin is uh, Jalen Leftbear, and these two guys are a highlight reel. Steve, we're not used to, in North Dakota basketball, Class B especially, seeing these high-flying guys dunking the ball. You know, you might have seen a guy dunk a ball once or twice during the season. These guys are doing it multiple times in games. So the- when you say Class B, is that like – Double A, triple A. Well, in North Dakota, all we have is Class A and Class B. And Class okay. B is, is so class, what, class B is what the, break down like five hundred kids less or somewhere. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, okay. And, okay. And, and Class B a lot of times less than two hundred. But this team, these these four wins Indians could probably beat most Class A teams in this state. With, with, Which is the top league, right? Yes, yes. 
All right. Because they're they're a wide let open. Play. Let them play. Go go to the gym. Turn the lights on. Let's see what they got. Well, they're they're like I say. I've I've been watching highlights, and these guys are high flying dunkers, and and I've been a push. I've been pushing the four wins Indians because they don't get a lot of coverage in the media. Um, they cover them when they well they they cover they, they they cover them when they're winning the championship, but they don't cover them during the season. They kind of blow them over. But then, you know what I say is, why don't you call the coach or the ND coach and say, hey man, look, these kids play a little bit. See if you can you know beat them up a little bit. Why not? I mean, the, what's gonna coach Mike? Someone might get hurt in D one or D three. Oh no, you know, let them play. You should, but but no, they're they're like I say, Dang Dang is 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 the nephew of an NBA player, so he's got some ties. So I got to sneeze, yeah, so I'm yeah. taking the camera off me. <laughs> All right, so so I guess I'm sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, Steve. No, I had to no, 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 no. You go ahead. I'm just. I'm just but, but no, I wanted I wanted to touch on 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 the four wins team and and that. Um, and Dale, did you bring up another topic? Yeah, there oh, was the LeBron. Yeah, thing. the because he's closing in on the record. He may beat it by this time next week. Here, so Supersonic Steve, <laughs> did you see? Oh, sorry. Did you see, um, the LeBron Russell Westbrook press conference after the Clippers uh, game? Can I ask you a question? Did you see what I sent you? His percentage of shots. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, he's like the worst closer that's ever existed. He's in what number seventy-seven out of a hundred. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, out of like eighty. Yeah, <laughs> even that yeah. high. Dude cannot shoot when it comes to crunch time. No, and he's never he he's never been a great shooter. I've been telling people that for years that Ray Allen and and Dwayne Wade Brent and Kyrie Brown. Irving and everybody else have been bailing this guy out his whole career. He's not a guy that you want. He's not Kobe. He's not Michael Jordan at the end of the game. Never has been, never will be. And all these LeBron ball sniffers that are out there, fans of his that think he's the greatest player that ever lived, they they didn't grow up when we did, when we saw these guys. There's one guy, there's actually two guys. If I had to go to war with, Larry Bird would be one. Yeah. And Shaq be the other. And I don't think there's anybody in this world that's ever been alive, other than maybe Will Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, that could beat those two guys. I mean, no, I know. Give me a, tell me, tell me someone else. No, there's not. And 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 to to compare, you know, that's the whole thing. My 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 least favorite thing is when somebody says goat. So greatest of all time. I'm like, so so. You're telling me that today's pampered athletes that have physicians uh, and training even, tables and they're flying to games are better athletes than these guys that had canvas tennis shoes with no doctors on the trip, riding buses from city to city, were better players. Like we did, like we did. yeah, like we did. And, yeah, and, and I mean, no, they can't tell me that. It'll never happen that that they're better players. You know, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron, the, the 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 most popular player that talks about himself in third per- person than any player that's ever existed. 
I, I've got a really great basketball IQ. Oh, really? You know what? We used to have sports reporters talk about you like that, not you talk about yourself like that. Or, you know, I need some help. I need some help on this team. Really? You know, the guys in the past used to play with who they had. Well, I think we're about at that time to wrap up. Any final words from everybody? Okay, well, all right. Super Bowl prediction. Who's going to win? We still got a week to go, but come on. I want the Bengals to win, but I don't think they're going to. What? Katie? Eagles. Something's going on over here. Is there another ad? Oh, eventually. Uh, Well, that's my wrap-up. Um, myself. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm, I'm I, afraid the Eagles are going to win. I want the Bengals to win, I but I'm afraid the, the Eagles to are going to. Um, Dale over there, we know who he wants. He wants oh. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm biased. So. And, 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 and Steve, what do you want? Bengals. I'm going to go on to Bengals. Yeah, good. For, uh, yeah, well, like I said, they've been there three times. They've not won it yet. And we got Joe Cool as the quarterback, and he looks like the real deal. And then we have Raven. Who do you want? I want the Bengals. You the want bangles, the Bengals? Yeah. The Bengals. Okay. Well, the Tigers. I got to take out for a drink. I have to. A beer. Yeah. You, you. The only problem I have with the Bengals is that every time I, I hear the name, I always, I always think of a bagel. A bagel. That's true. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, no, <laughs> These no. girls will encourage him with that. No, I got to take uh, the Bengal girl out for a uh, maybe even a beer. I don't know. Is she 21? She's not. She's 19. Uh, they're... Thank you, Steve. Uh, well, Thank uh, you. I think, yep. I think Raven's about 23 or 4. I think uh, Katie what over here I? is 21. God I bless think. your soul, Monty. Thank you. For... Yeah, I'll take you out for that. a beer. I'm gonna, I mean, I don't know what you guys drink, but what's, what's your favorite beer back there? These guys, well, well I, 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 I drink Bush Light. If you, if you want to buy me one, <laughs> I'll buy you a case just yes. because. But what's the girl? I mean, someone drinks that fancy foo foo shit. W- what is that? That would be Katie. That Wait, would be what? Katie. The fancy foo foo shit. Wait, yeah. what? what? Tru- Truly's. What, what is it? What, oh, what, Truly's. What, yeah, what is that stuff? Mm, it's carbonated. If, if, if I can burp, I'll take it. Does that have alcohol? Heart, <laughs> yeah. Heart seltzer. I'll take it. <laughs> I've never heard truer words in my yeah, life. Yeah, that's the only reason why I drink. Never heard truly. Words. It's because I can burp. Okay. Raven. It's, like, it's carbonated. What are you drinking? I just made a friend. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Here we go. Oh. All right. Well, the- Here's, uh, Mom, you figure out what they want to drink. I'll we, well, we're, 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 we'll get these girls on some we're, tequila we're shots. Absolutely Steve, not. You, you, you get we're down here drinking. in Grand Forks sometime, and we'll 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 have a party. Yeah, come down. Well, you're gonna have to hold me to it, and then keep your receipts, and I'll I'll take care of everything for everybody. Well, there you go. <laughs> have you been drinking yourself? Huh. Uh. Yeah, I have actually. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. A lot. Yeah, uh, my wife's gone, and I'm sitting by myself. So yeah, I have had a. Oh, I call that I call that a perfect I call that a perfect evening. Oh, 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 shit! Put me in the jug. Okay, maybe I we should close out. After. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's.
Let's wrap this up. All right, Cheers. Steve. We'll see you next week. You guys have fun tonight. Okay, bye. Monty, read your verbiage. Oh, that should be the other one. I got it. I got it. I got it. Well, I'm two over here. Come on now. <sighs> Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at 6.30 right here on Grand Forks. Best source. Live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming, or social media apps. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on the top of www. .gfbestsource.com website. That's all for today. We'll see you next week. Ooh.